about taking care of your kitty ladies and gentlemen and I do not mean pussy cat I do mean pussies though so tune in guys She is. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Snap Saturday Night Adult Party, where we talk about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. 
I am your host, Victor Govea, along with my co-host, Pepsi Mama. Hello. Mama? I'm good. How are y'all? Not too bad. We are here to teach you something, instruct you about things, and maybe turn you on a little bit. Well, maybe. I don't know. It all depends on how you feel about our voices. But then, you know, our topics. Well, I mean, the topics we talk about (laughs) are pretty uh, raunchy. Speaking of raunchy, ladies and gentlemen, this video is for adults 18 years and older. If you are under the age of 18, get the fuck out of here. If you are not, you can stay. Well, no. If you are under the age of 18, it's better if you leave or get an adult to watch with you. Um, Supervision. Right. Uh, Parental discretion is advised, as they say on TV. If you are over the age of 18, hopefully you learn something. And mostly because we're talking in plain, unfiltered, uncensored English. There's no bleeping. There's no blooping. Well, we're hoping we bleep and bloop, but you know, those in a are good the kinds kind of, of way. <laughs> yeah, those are the kinds of bleeping and bloopings we like. Speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, Snap is sponsored by Eden Fantasies, the one-stop shop to enhance your sex life. Feel free to check out the description box below for any uh, discount codes you can take advantage. And uh, there are free sex, ti- sex toy offers down there for orders of $19 or more. But you have to click the links in the description box in order to take a, take uh, advantage of those yeah, uh, if, free if sex toys. If you don't, it won't let you. It won't let you. Nope. So, <clears throat> excuse me. As always, we are here uh, whenever you need help. So if you have questions, concerns, if you just want to rant and rave about a sexual position your husband wants you to do, but you don't know how to, or if she wants you to lick her pussy and you're not sure how to do that, Send us an email, Saturday night adult party at gmail.com. Again, that's if you just think it's yucky to do that. Saturday night adult party at (laughs) gmail.com. Uh, yeah, yeah, pay no attention to the wizard in the corner there. (laughs) Well, well, you might have somebody that don't like to. Well, I'm there. sure there are, but so if, if so, we're, we're just, not promoting that. Well, no, we're just you just got through saying if they had any comments and you were going on with the other stuff about what he wants you to do or what she wants you to do. And so I just <laughs> well, I chose to err on the side of them not knowing how to do it, not them thinking it's disgusting. I'm kind of well. I mean, if you do think it's disgusting, 
then we want to talk to you because it's guess not. what? It's not. <laughs> it's the most wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and pussies taste amazing if you get them in the right spot. Well, I never tasted one myself. Well, good thing I have. <laughs> One or two. Um, speaking of tasting pussies, pussies is what's on topic for today. We're talking about taking care of your pussy. And we are not talking about your cat. I don't call my cat pussy. No, I would hope not. I mean, my male cat. My oh, okay. real cat, That's... I don't call it that. <laughs> okay. Well, we're talking about taking care of your pussy. Your pussy is a very delicate ecosystem, rife with acid and pH balances, and you name it. Even though that thing can go through hell and deliver a a baby the size of a human out of there. <laughs> uh, it's still delicate if you mistreat it. Then mm -hmm. we're going to tell you about stuff you can do to make sure you pay attention to your pussy and make sure that it stays in good health. So maybe, possibly... You have a better sex life or even a better life. Who knows? We'll see what we talk about today. Um, could I could I make a point here while it's Only on my mind? Uh -huh. um, well, if I didn't want to, I <laughs> wouldn't ask. Uh, but it, the one thing, uh, ladies, unless a doctor has told you differently, don't get in a big habit of douching because what I had a I had a gynecologist tell me that what douching does is it takes away acids and stuff that that you need to fight infection so just thought I'd throw that in there because that <coughs> excuse me um, yeah that's um, really important a lot of people you're right a lot of people do tell the uh, wonderful attributes of douching. Um, and while that may do some things, it's utterly useless. Uh, you guys have heard of self-cleaning ovens. That's what a pussy is. A pussy is an actual self-cleaning, well, device for want of a better Well, term. you, you, you kind of got to wash it now and then. but. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You wash the outside of it. Because nine times out of ten, any nasty rank smells you get down there are usually because of sweat building up in the creases. Of your legs. And that's naturally going to spread all over the place. Yeah, but that's not all of it. I mean, if you have uh, discharges and that sort of stuff, you know, you you, you kind of got to wash 
wash the lips and the outside good. That's right. That's right. I mean, it's normal for pussies to discharge some. However, if it starts smelling and is too itchy, you should definitely see a doctor. Yeah. So please know we are not medical professionals by any stretch of the imagination. If we were, we sure as hell wouldn't be living where we are living. Uh, no. No. <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so when you listen to what we say, uh, take it with a grain of salt. Not because we don't know what we're talking about, but... We're not trying to be doctors or nurses. Yeah, we're, we're not trying to, to tell you how, to you how to take care of your own health. One should always pay attention to their bodies and how they feel. At the very least, how they smell. Because if you're going into puberty... I'm not sure if you guys remember back in... Episode one of season three, we talked about the puberty monster. And that's always yes. going to rank you upside the head and give you odors you never thought you had. Most definitely. Yes. If you have kids, I'm sure they're allergic to water in some way, shape, or form. A lot of kids these days are. They'd rather be sitting on the computer or uh, on their Xbox or their uh, Sony PlayStation playing games. And when you ask them to take a shower, they say, okay, I will, I will. You know, and then they wonder why they don't have social lives. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, one thing you guys should know, like I said, it's a delicate ecosystem in there. The introduction of any type of bacteria will fuck things up in there, and you can develop infections and yeast infections and urinary tract infe infections yeah good the good old uti the good old uti yes and you have to be really careful because that shit down there is the ph levels are there for a reason the acidity in your pussy is there for a reason it's not just for his enjoyment Despite what they say in the media. Pussies are not there for male enjoyment. Or lesbian partner enjoyment. <laughs> oh gee, now you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> they are there for specific reasons that. Well, no matter what, how you look at life religiously, politically, or however, a pussy is there for reproduction. Gosh, and I was going to share it with you after this show, but 
you don't get to touch it now. Well, there, see, good thing. <laughs> so no. it's there for reproduction. That's what it's usually used for. However, ladies and gentlemen, I will be the first. Well, I probably won't be the first to tell you, but I will tell you this. You treat a pussy just right. And it will take care of you for a very long time to come. I have to ask you something. Monica? Yes? Do you use tampons or pads? Well, did I... you use... Sorry, I know you're <laughs> not... You no longer have that sort of thing, but did you? Um, I used pads and um, I used tampons for a while... But then when I did, I'd have to wear a pad with it because your flow was uh, really heavy. Yeah, I just I had a really rough time with my cycles, and I I never knew for sure when I was gonna have a period, and and then also I'd think I was over it. I'd be over it until the, and the next day it would show up again. Yeah. And so finally, that's why I ended up, I, and I was in tremendous pain. And that's when I um, had my uterus removed. Mm -hmm. And um, so. Um, just so we're clear. When we talk about pussies, you have to be exact. I know you all are looking for technical terms like vagina and vulva and stuff like that. We don't use that shit. Because let's face it. When you are fucking your husband, you don't tell them, yeah, baby, stick it in my vulva. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do that. So I'm not going to start doing that by any stretch of the imagination. We did warn you at the beginning of the show that we talk in plain English, uncensored, unfiltered. So, yeah. Having said that, I'm not sure I know of any blind woman who uses tampons. Well, I did. I, I, I used them a lot. Really? But, yeah. They're not hard for a blind person to use. Huh. By the way, here's a little known fact. You will never lose a tampon inside you. Ever. Tampons will never go past your cervix. Unless you shove it in past your cervix. And even then... Your cervix will try mightily to push that thing back out. So, <clears throat> if you happen to lose the little string that's attached to your tampon. That happened to me once. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I, so I, what, you had a root around in there for I, Yeah, I, gra <laughs> I grabbed a hold of the string, and the string broke off. But and So then I had to go in there and, yeah, root around and dig to pull out the tampon. <laughs> and I, 
And I was still a virgin at that time. Were you really? Wasn't comfortable. <laughs> oh, wow. That's interesting. I didn't. Wow. Yeah, you <laughs> I didn't, didn't realize. Know. I didn't realize. You know, I knew that. I knew that. Uh, the mucous membrane or the hymen was I well I I I didn't know but I do now because I've read on it and apparently the hymen does not cover the entire vaginal opening it only covers a part of it but when somebody fucks it for the first time it naturally tears Ooh, yeah tell but me about it but it will it, it will tear on its own if nobody fucks it Yeah, there's lots of ways you can tear that thing. Right. Basically, riding your bike will tear it. Now, what he was really going to say while ago, folks, is that he never knew. He he he, he thinks I never was a virgin. <laughs> Were you? Huh? Were you? Uh, yeah, I think back in 1562 I was. <laughs> 1562? <laughs> that far back? Yeah, I told you, the old woman. Yeah. <laughs> you have it that. Yes, you have. <laughs> and of course, being married to seven guys, you'd think you would have lost it at some point. I was only married to five. I Fair had... enough. That's true. Yes. Seven marriages does not equal seven husbands. You're right. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, yeah, I should probably care be careful what I say in that regard. I, I'm going to marry you tonight and then divorce you. Well, that'll make it eight. You'll yeah. You'll be one above Liz Taylor. Yeah, well, so, well, I have an even number. You know, I've got, I've got OCD and, uh, uh, <laughs> OCD. you know, I get, I get hung, I get hung up on, on even numbers. Oh, well, there it is. There it is. <laughs> um, now, this is something I did not know. When people talk about stimulating the G-spot in a pussy, they're probably stimulating the clit. Yeah, that's what I always thought. And here's why. Even though... You see that little butt over there. And I know someone who can't even find her bud. It's only just the tip of the clitoris. Yeah, I remember you sharing that uh, yeah. a few shows ago, and I was shocked. I thought yeah. the little bud was it. Yeah, except it isn't. It actually extends farther into the pussy. And down around the pussy. So it looks in in my eyes, for what it's worth, <laughs> for what it's worth, meaning I'm blind as a bat, but looking at various or listening to people describe it, it looks like a wishbone. I'm not sure if you guys know what a wishbone looks like. It's essentially two bones that are 
kind of like horseshoe shaped. And at the top middle of the horseshoe is a, a, a part that sticks out. And what happens is when you make a wish on a wishbone, you're supposed, you and somebody else are supposed I'll to grab strike. on. <laughs> yeah, somebody, you and someone else are supposed to grab one on each side of the wishbone and pull. And whoever gets that little middle uh, extension gets the wish. Oh, we used to do that stuff all the time when we were yeah. kids. I used to have fun with it. Oh, I used to, I used to, we used to even invent wishbones because we could never find the wishbone, of course, because wishbones are cut when they give you KFC, for Christ's sakes. And we didn't know that. We were just kids. But that little tip on the out, outside of the wishbone is what you see as the clitoris in a pussy. And that little clitoris extends in. And did you know that a clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings? Uh, no, but I never gave it much thought either. <laughs> well, you probably haven't. A clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings which are two twice as many as a male dick. No wonder it can be stimulated so easily. Yes. Ooh. And people say that when someone is vaginally being penetrated and they orgasm, Odds are that it's a combination of clitoral and vaginal orgasm. But there's an extra spot that I did not know about. The G spot? The A spot. Oh, well, I don't even know where the G spot is, let alone the A spot. Well, the A spot... I thought would be in the ass because you think of a, you automatically think anus or ass, but no, the a spot happens to be further into the pussy. And, Oh, what is the technical term? Remember no technical terms. Well, no, I know, but there's apparently a, a technical term that uh, that starts with an A. Oh, come on, I'm teasing you. <laughs> no, no, I know, but I, I, I feel like it's my duty to give I'm... them the name. Yeah, to start out with. Oh. Uh, yeah, anterior fornix. Is it in the hole or is it? It's on the cervix. 
Now, I remember. I wonder. I remember uh, having sex with this woman, and she was a tiny woman. And her, I was able to penetrate her with my finger. And I was able to actually go into her cervix. Oh, there is what there is nothing like having a dick hit that service cervix. I mean, and that's why I, because I, of I, the anterior for it. Yeah. For, um, excuse me, fornix. That's that's. Uh, let me see if I can get the spelling. Yeah, F-O-R-N-I-X, which is an, a spot just uh, on the belly of the cervix. And it's it proves to be very sensitive. Oh, trust me, it is. And having an orgasm, apparently... Studies have been shown that stimulation of that A spot will make a woman come. Well, hold on. 35% of the women that had that A spot um, stimulated were essentially, well, they came in second. Hmm. That is one hell of a damn. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I I uh you know, and and look, I don't want you to ever think that your pussy is ugly. Mine there, is mine is beautiful. What are you talking about? There is not a single ugly pussy out there. It's gorgeous that I know of. Pussies are beautiful things. They come in all shapes and sizes, as do vaginal openings. Albeit some clitorises are higher. On the pussy than other people. And in a lot of ways, that's why some women can't come when they fuck. Because their clitorises are further higher than regular pussies. Um, well, no, I shouldn't say that. There are no regular pussies. But that's usually why. Because the clitoris is not stimulated enough during penetration. Speaking of penetration, one thing you got to be careful with is the urethra. Oh, yeah. The little pee thing. The little pee thing that sits between your clit and your pussy hole. It's there. Most people can feel it. It's a hole. 
and be careful not to introduce foreign matter into that hole. Because as soon as you do, guess what? Infection. UTI lands. Mm-hmm. Now, I should tell you, when the pH balance in the pussy gets upset, you can get yeast infections in there, and those are itchy as hell. Oh, it's not just they burn, folks. They, 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 they and they can, just, when they can burn. They don't just infection. itch. Sometimes they don't. In fact, mine, most of the time, they didn't itch. They just outright burned. Really? And yeah. Well, that's because you scratch it too much. No, it, it, it's possible. No, I, no uh-uh. I, ne- I never scratched it because really? I knew it didn't, uh-uh. Mine always burned when I when I'd get a yeast infection, and and I'll tell you something else. Uh, diabetics, be careful. Um, before I had my gastric bypass in 2011, um, I I was on insulin and pills. And I kept a yeast infection all the time and until, uh, and I had to take that, uh, uh, oh, what's it called? Guflucan. Diflucan, yeah. I had, to, I practically had to stay on that because it just, I, I tried to uh, get rid of it with creams. And sometimes that would work, but most of the time I had to have the Diflucan. And uh, after I had my surgery, um, and then when everything started, when my body started uh, settling down and changing on me, then, you know, I I got to where I didn't do that. But uh, just just to let you know that uh, high sugar levels can cause that yeast infections because in fact I, diabetics are prone to yeast infections uh yeah yeah i guess that's what i was trying to say but yeah yeah i'm sorry i'm not as eloquent as you sir well i've just been hanging around doctors uh, what do you think i've been doing <laughs> I, mean, I feel like i live with them <laughs> yeah no no kidding um so yeah, I mean, I'm a diabetic, and I used to get a lot of them. You don't anymore. Well, well I'm still a diabetic. Well, I know, but now you, you... I don't know if the insulin is helping or what. But no, I haven't had one in a long time. I'd say it probably is your insulin's probably keeping it under control. But yeah, I, it could be. I had to take. I was on, uh, at at the time, I was on a long-acting insulin that I took at nighttime. Mm -hmm. And and then I was on, in the daytime, I was on one where I had to take before I ate something. Or I had to make sure that I ate after I took it. I remember one day I waited a little bit too long to eat. Not, Not too much long, but just... A minute or two. It said not to wait over five minutes, but I 
I got a little bit behind and who I thought I was going to pass out. But because of a little blood sugar? Yeah, cuz it was, you know, the insulin took it on down. Oh, okay. It was you um, know, one of those short acting insulins, you know. Yeah. Now, a lot of people thank God for Diflucan because that's the one day cure. One one dose of Diflucan and you're suddenly better. Yes. But there are over the, but you can only get that through a prescription. Prescription, yeah. But there are over the counter medications that you can get. One called Monistat or another called Canestin. And they they work, but sometimes they don't work. And so well, it depends on the type you get. I mean, yeah. there is there are two types of one uh, of monostat. There's monostat seven and monostat three. Now, I thought one was stronger than the other, but apparently, the three represents the number of days you have to be on it. Right, that's what it is. That's a three day, and they had a one day one, but. Uh, that's the reason that I mentioned Dufle, Dufle, Diflucan. Yeah, thank you. Diflucan because a lot of the times this, the over-the-counter stuff doesn't work. It's better than it used to be because mm -hmm. I, when I first started having yeast, yeast infections, all they had was the over-the-counter stuff. And, uh, well, a, a monostat, I think for a while it was a prescription. Yeah, uh, it also it it also depends. I mean, if your yeah. pH balance is really fucked up, and you've got underlying medical conditions, that could be why that monostat or canestin does not work. Yeah, I mean, I'm just throwing that in there because sometimes you know, if you get one, you might have to try another one if it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, and it all depends. It all depends on. Excuse me. It all depends on what sort of medical problems you have in aside from your yeast infection or your diabetes. Oh, but I'm the same as you. I haven't had a yeast infection in years. Yeah. yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. So your sugars are controlled then. Yeah. 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 I Mine are too, but... I take my little once a week trulicity and I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. And you know, things like that are have to be looked after very carefully because if you find that well, if your pussy stinks. Now, I have to I have to preface by this by saying I don't mean stink like fishes. Because usually pussies can stink like fishes but oh, that's only yeah. because of lack of bathing or showering. But if you find a more stronger odor or an odor that you don't recognize 
see your doctor. That is the best thing you can do. Either a family doctor or a gynecologist. Somebody that can have a look at your pussy or inside your pussy to make sure that everything is okay or kosher, as the case may be. And there are um, there are also um, wash uh, cleansers that you can get. Uh, uh, you can get uh, little deodorant pads, or you can get uh, stuff that. Well, you put put on your hand or a rag or whatever, and wash yourself with. Yeah. And uh, I used to use those, and they're good. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're just really cranked up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, right? A lot of people, you mentioned douching, and a lot of people do. And even worse, they get douches with fragrances. And... I had a friend who used to douche with vinegar. I did. I did. That's that's the only way that I ever douched was vinegar and water. And oh, now back when I started experimenting during the puberty days, uh -huh. I I got these douches that were uh, mint smelling and lemon smelling and God. pine smelling. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, when I went down on my friend, I would smell vinegar and I would automatically think I was having a salad. I can understand that. Um, but did she ever, well, I mean, did, did she use vinegar and water or just straight vinegar? Vinegar and water. Well, see, I did that too, but then I would, after I finished, um, I would take a little bit of uh, the uh, pussy washer and, clean it on the outside so it wouldn't smell that way. Okay. But I quit taking douches. Uh, oh, gosh. It's been... I was in my 20s, I think, when I quit take uh, when I quit doing it. Uh, because my doctor said, you, you, you keep doing that and you're going to take away the acids and stuff that um, keep you from having infections. Really? Yeah, that's what he told me. He said that's that's why you should not douche unless. So, but now sometimes for different kind of infections or something, the doctor might tell you to douche. But I don't think any of them, hardly any of them, support that anymore. But. I've had women tell me that, that their doctor told them to do it. Now, mama always did it right after she had sex. Really? She didn't think I knew that, but. <laughs> yeah. And, and see, here she is. She's, um, she is, you know, she's uh, explained to me everything about, you know, how babies get here and the sperm and the egg and yada, yada, yada. And 
But I was in the car and I asked her what a douche was. And she said she thought I was just a little bit too young to know that. So uh, how old were you? I was 13. So guess what? I did my own research. <laughs> and uh, well, hold on a second. 13, that means you, it would have been around 71? Um, yeah, 72, something like that. Yeah. So there were no computers back then. I mean, yeah, but you did it the old-fashioned way. You went to the no library and, and found <laughs> books. You, yeah, you didn't have Google like you have today or Wikipedia either for what it's worth. Right, right, right. Wow, I can't remember those days anymore. Oh, I meant to come and listen to that last night. I haven't gotten used to you going at 8 o'clock now on that particular show. Well, sorry. I don't know. I'm looking at changing the you, days and times. I'm not sure. You turned but anyway, my world upside down, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, speaking of which, um, what are we speaking of which? Uh, oh, we went yeah. From, oh, my, how I did my research on douches. Uh-huh. And, uh, so then, well, first... How did I, you do it? I, the old-fashioned way. Went to the library and and found books that tell me what in I Braille. wanted to know. Yeah, in Braille or uh, talking book, either one. But mostly I looked for Braille. And I didn't find a whole lot, not in the school library. So, And I knew uh, my sister was doing it, so... I borrowed hers one day and did it, which is not, don't use anybody else's uh, douching supplies if you do douche. But uh, I was yeah, a teenager. Yeah, buy your own. I was a teenager and I wanted to experiment. So I did. And all mama would have, mama would have just had to tell me. But I, you know, I think, I think it was because she used it after sex and, uh, uh, and, and I, and I didn't know that at the time, but when I figured out what she, what she was doing, uh, and when she was doing it, then I, um, you know, I, I caught on that. And that's probably why, because she thought the only reason for doing it must've been because of cleaning yourself up after sex. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, you know, we should mention this, that whenever you're having sex. What's that? <laughs> with someone, be it male or female, and that someone goes down on you. Mm. There is a tendency for them to slip a finger in your ass. Oh, yeah. And that feels so good. <laughs> that may feel good. But when they move up to the, run, uh, the front, switch to finger number two. Do not put the same finger that you put in the ass in the other uh, hole. No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you do anal, 
you're fucking that anal, do not, under any circumstance, directly afterwards, stick it in her pussy. No, you don't want to do that either. Now, I thought this went without saying, but there are people out there who don't know this shit. I mean, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, this day and time, it kind of surprises you, but... 25% of men don't know that shit. How retarded is that? I never did let them do that with me. It was one or the other, and then if it was, if you wanted to do the other, then you cleaned yourself up just a little bit. And, you know, I will admit that I've seen pornos where that was done. Oh, no doubt. I'll bet you have. Where they go from anal to pussy, and it's all perfectly fine. What you don't see afterwards is the infection and yeast infection that she gets after the porn. Uh-huh. I was going to ask you, um, do you miss being able to see that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. I'll bet you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I miss seeing it. Because there was, I mean... Okay, I should preface, I should say that it's not the actual visuals of the pornography that I enjoyed. It's, it's the faces on the women as they were coming. Yeah. I like that a lot. And the noises they made. Yeah, yeah. I've never gotten to watch a porn film. I, I've, I've wanted well, to see one, but then I thought maybe, I, I mean, I, I just wanted to see one because it's something that I've never experienced. Well, get this. <laughs> Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad <laughs> No no it's my fault Because for some reason my mind wandered This topic excites me folks I'm, I'm, I'm sure you can't tell <laughs> Oh right I was going to say It was, it was so I, I mean I honestly got so turned off When they made described porn I've never heard any described porn You've never heard described porn? No. Oh my god. It's awful. Mm. I mean, I honestly don't know how anyone can get turned on by that. Uh, uh, that <sighs> the descriptions how are, are they real technical and medical and everything in the descriptions no. or No. No, they use plain, unfiltered English. And it sounds awful. You'll have to send me one. <laughs> unless there's... Yeah, some... no, I still have it. I, I still have it for nostalgia's sake. But I'll send it to you, yeah. Um, 
I should tell you guys this. Hormones will sometimes get you to discharge all kinds of stuff out of your pussy. Having said that, the pussy has a huge concentration of sweat glands. So even pussies get wet if they're not horny. That is a possibility. Yeah. Pussies do get wet when someone is not horny. So before you start getting frisky because you feel or sense an, a, a moist pussy, make sure she's actually moist because she's horny and not because she's sweating. Sweating, yeah. Oh, and guys or girls, that um uh when when I clean myself down there, uh and uh Victor said this a few minutes ago talking about the the bend of where your leg and your pussy meet that bend. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh I put deodorant down there. And then because I used to have a big problem with it sweating down there and it would get it would get uh, raw. And it would have an odor. So I started using deodorant down there. And um, of course, if you do that, don't let anybody else use your deodorant. But <laughs> 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 but. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, by the way, something you guys may not have known, but when a woman is turned on, her pussy will get larger. In other words, it's opening the doors for you. Yeah, for what might be wanting to come in. Yeah. So... You know, if a pussy happens to be tight and then all of a sudden she's looses all kinds, it's not because she's nice and silk and, and, and what's the word I'm looking for? Slick down there, but because she's wider too. So I thought that was interesting. She wants to fit what you have to give her. But... The other thing too is that they change color because when a per when a woman is turned on, there's quite a bit of blood flow down there, and so I don't think I've ever had that unless I was on my period. No, no, there's a quite a bit of blood flow around the pussy going to the. Um, the nerve endings not coming out of the pussy around the pussy you know how uh cocks will usually have quite a bit of blood flow whenever they get aroused well i didn't know they had blood flow in a pussy I, I, in a 
a dick or or a pussy. I knew you really when your when your dick gets hard. I know that's you know that's blood. You got it stirred up, but I've never had one bleed on me. Well, they don't bleed. Excuse me. (laughs) Okay, this is did I not did I not understand? No, no. Uh, yeah, you didn't. The blood doesn't actually come out. Oh. It just engorges the area. That's why dicks get hard because the blood flow flows down there and the blood flow makes the dick hard. Yeah, I knew that much, but... Right. It's the same with a female. Because a woman who gets turned on If you put her behind an infrared camera, you will see that her pussy happens to be the hottest part on her body. Because all the blood flow is going down there in preparation for coming. Do you want to put a camera on me? Because I'm pretty hot right now. (laughs) I I don't think I could see anything with a camera on you. Oh, yeah, duh. (laughs) (laughs) okay oh i I think i've been here too long (laughs) yeah could be um but another thing you guys have to do is if you have someone cited that you trust whether it's a partner a sibling or a parent Every once in a while, have them look at your pussy. Don't be embarrassed. Just have them look for any discoloration. Because discolorations could be a sign that something else is up. Well, I learned something. I didn't I didn't know that. Well, I knew discharge and stuff had, you know, different colors and stuff, but I never knew the pussy could turn different colors. Just Oh yeah. Uh-huh. But don't worry, it only lasts for well, a few hours to a day. Oh, give me a day, honey. And, well, and, and it all depends and, on and, how horny and, you get. And, uh, well, I'm I'm pretty <laughs> horny right now. Let's go. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> and so there and, you go, folks. You heard it here first. Pepsi <laughs> Mama is horny as hell. I, let me tell you something. Just because you're 64, don't mean you stopped living. And, now, see, and, I thought I could go a long time without mentioning your age. Well, I, I just, I, I figured you'd, since you came up with the seven husbands, as you call it, I figured you'd come up with my age pretty soon. So I had to, I had to let folks know that just because I'm 64, I ain't dead yet. <laughs> um, Something I didn't know. Apparently, you can actually lift weights with your pussy. I'll They're that strong. Here. Yeah, they're how, that strong. How are you going to lift up? I mean, I've got a picture of me sitting on it and cl- cl- clenching my 
legs together around that weight. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I can't see me squatting down like that and getting back up with it in my pussy. <laughs> well, I mean, that's apparently it can do that. And you can do that with Kegel exercises. I don't know why people pronounce them Kegel exercises. Um, I've heard Kegel more than Kegel. I've I've heard them Kegel too. Yeah, I don't know why they pronounce it Kegel. It's it's because of that E in it. No, yes, but I think it might also be the single G. Well, it it might be. Because Kegel... I would think it's spelt with two G's. That's why the keg. But I don't know. Either well, way, that we call them keg too. Yeah, but we call I, them kegel exercises, and they're quite ingenious. You can do them pretty much anywhere. Mm-hmm. No one has to know. It's basically. What you do to hold your pee in midstream. Squeeg, yeah. For example, if you happen to be peeing into a cup for your doctor, and then you hold your pee while you take away the cup and pee into the toilet. Holding your pee is a Kegel exercise. Sure is. But there's also... Pelvic floor exercises. And don't ask me to describe those because I have no idea. Well, I tell you what, I do well to get down on the floor, much less get up. Yeah, exactly. I know. (laughs) Some of us are too old for that shit. But, uh, yeah, apparently Kegel exercises can enhance sex as well as well other health issues such as bladder control and all kinds of shit uh when i was having sex i used to do them a lot was there a reason for that and just because it to me it made it better really i could I could wrap my legs around a man a lot tighter and he could squeeze into my pussy a lot tighter and yeah. Wow. Anyway. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Did you know that there are people who are born with two vaginas? Um, I I don't know about that, but I have seen my my cousin's baby, when she was born, she had um, both parts. She had a girl, girl parts and boy parts. Oh, she was hermaphrodite? And then for whatever reason, they uh, decided to make her into a girl. And uh, I, I I don't really know all the details on that, why they chose her to be a girl. Uh-huh. But 
she had to, she has to take medicine uh, every day. Um, Hormone therapy because of which, well, it's medicine. If if she and if she misses a dose, and they told her, uh, they told my cousin when the when the when the baby was a baby um, that don't let her spit any of that medicine out because she's got to have that medicine every day or she'll die. That's it's part of her condition. Really? And uh, I, I don't know what the condition is. I don't remember. I just remember that, that part, that much of it like the weirded me out. I was just, ooh, poor baby. Huh. And she said the doctors wanted to stick needles in the baby's head to check for something. And she told them that they weren't doing that to her baby. That she had enough problems. That's interesting because I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it would be interesting to find out. Excuse me. It would be interesting to find out if that girl is a lesbian or um or heterosexual yeah see i don't really know huh. she would be somewhere in her 40s now i don't think and, i could ever decide that for my kid and and she had um well i think there was a medical reason they did it i don't know i just uh, I, I didn't question my cousin too much about it because uh -huh. it was kind of hard for her to talk to, talk about, you know. Uh, hard as in painful or hard as in embarrassment? No, she wasn't embarrassed. Not No, not in the least. It was just, it, yeah, like you said, painful and, you know, but... Um, she uh, the last time I saw Becky, which was the baby, and uh, she was grown. She has she has a deep voice, kind of like a male. But hmm, I don't think I could ever make that decision for my daughter or son or my kid because I would let them choose what they want to be. Well, like I said, I think in that case that it was a it was a medical decision that had to be made then. It uh as I said, I don't know why they chose her to be a girl cuz they That's they would they wouldn't have minded if she was a boy. But mm -hmm. it just, you know, everything went down the way it did and I mean, I would pressure the doctors to make it so you can't do anything. But that's me. I mean, I can't really speak for this girl's mother or parent. Well, you know, I, I agree with you as far as it goes. But like I said, I think there was medical reasons why they had to, uh, why they had to, to pick. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, it. I don't know if something was wrong with the male part or, uh, you know, I just. Huh. Uh, anyway, I, folks, I, I think would, we've been talking about 
pussies long enough. <laughs> but I, I have to agree. I wouldn't want to have to make that decision either. But Yeah, no, I couldn't. I couldn't at all. Um, we've been talking about kitty cats long enough. I think. Uh, well. <laughs> well, you know, you can only talk about pussies so long before things get a little bit. Well, you know, hard. Uh, <laughs> that anyway. Be? Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah, that would be nice for some, but not others because we're talking blue balls here hello anyway <laughs> ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning into snap tonight like i said me be sure to check out eden fantasies for some really neat discount toys and uh make sure you tune in next week for snap oh no arts tomorrow people we yeah. didn't, we didn't get to do it this week yeah, arts will not be seen tomorrow. Uh, I'm still not sure if I'm going to go live tomorrow or not. I I have to. I haven't decided. But go live on what? I don't know. I haven't decided. If you want to go, I mean, you go, you want to do arts live? No, 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 no. Something else. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking around, and we will see you next time. Bye, bye, everybody. Bye, folks.